You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about business growth strategies. I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Carl Gould. Let me tell you all about him. He is a business growth expert, author, and serial entrepreneur. He has built three multi-million dollar businesses before the age of 40. He's mentored the launch of over 5,000 businesses, and he has trained and certified over 7,000 business coaches in 35 countries. He has written three best-selling books on business strategy and growth, and his clients range from Fortune 500 companies to small and mid-market businesses. He regularly appeared on the Home Improvement reality TV show, This House 2, and each week he co-hosts Quit and Get Rich on iHeartRadio. He's married with three children, lives in New Jersey. Welcome, Carl. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction? Oh, my God, I'm exhausted listening to that. Hey, Nancy, how are you? There was a lot of numbers in that. I am doing great, but I love when people have numbers because it really really shows us the, the breadth of what you've done. Anything I missed? Uh, I like long walks on the beach. I'm a Leo. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, no, I, I started my career in, in landscaping and construction, um, and I, I was in college going to school for accounting and finance. That's what I was studying. So I know that's part of your background. So you have a little kinship there. Um, but then I broke my leg pretty badly in my second year and I had to leave school and, um, I needed a way to make some money and all my scholarships and grants ran out and you know, everybody wants to be paid back when you, when you leave school. So I, I started in uh, doing the work that I knew how to do, which was, landscaping and construction work. And so I started my first business and um, uh, grew that business over the next six years and then sold it, started a construction related bit, another construction business and real estate development, grew that business. And then um, I sold that business in 2004. But the business that I do every day now is my coaching, consulting and uh, business growth business. That is awesome because business is what really makes America work. So I'm glad to see there's so much support for small business owners there. As a fellow speaker, I love how you created trailers on your speaking page that are now on YouTube. I never even thought of that. In fact, I wish I thought of that. So I am totally going to steal that idea from you, leverage that idea, I should say. Leverage. How are, sparrow. How are You're going to sparrow. <laughs> um, yeah, they're good. I mean, because uh, a lot of people say, you know, hey, would you mind doing a little 20, 30 second recap about your uh, presentation and send it to our group? And I started to get that request enough that I thought, you know what, why don't I just create one for every topic? And that way I can send it out and, and they can tell me exactly how they'd want, you know, how they want to use it in their own promotional uh, stuff. And so that's worked out really, really well. 
and the promoters really enjoy it and they're thankful that I've done it. That's Highly a great recommend. Great idea. Yeah, we have a lot of speakers on this call, so I love that you have that idea. Plus, I get asked a lot too. They're like, "Can you make a promo video for, you know, that we can share?" for your upcoming speaking. So I learned that from you. The other thing I found on your website, I was looking at some of your pictures. Is that you with Michael Gerber? It is. Uh, Michael, I've known Michael now for about 10 years and um, uh, he's a great guy and he's been an inspiration to me and, and to others as well. I got to meet him in person and he is pretty cool. What did you, I assume you read some of his books, right? Any thoughts? I have, you know, he's, I mean, if you're, if you're a business owner, a, the E-Myth Revisited is a must read. And he's the, and by the way, I don't think he's trademarked it, but it's certainly his expression. He's the guy that came up with the phrase work on your business, not in your business. That was him. Uh, so he, he very much, um, you know, added a term that we, as entrepreneurs, we all use. I got to work on my business, Nancy. I got to stop working in my business. I'm sure you, you've heard that one before. Well, that's coming, that came straight from Michael. Um, and, I, and look, he's the one that said, you know, if you, if you have a business with no systems, you have a job. You're self-employed. And nothing wrong with that, especially if you love what you do. But when you're self-employed, the good news is you will always have a job. The bad news is you will always be tied to that job and you will never get away from that job. That job will haunt you forever. You can never leave it. And, um, you know, business is just way too relentless and it's too much of an energy game for you to have to wake up every day and be brilliant 15 hours a day. You just, you, you know, I, I started out my career as a life coach and one of the top reasons why people would seek out a life coach would be because they or somebody close to them had recently had a health scare. And um, it's one of the top reasons why people seek out life coaches. And a lot of those people were business owners and they were operators, not really entrepreneurs, and they were exhausted. So true. Wow, I didn't know that was Michael Gerber. I mean, everybody says it, right? I need to work on my business. Who knew that that was him? Thanks for that trivia. Yeah, that point. was him. That's so cool. Let's talk business growth, since that is your superpower. Can you share some of the seven stages of small business, particularly around growth? Sure. So I, I wrote a book some, some years ago. It was actually, when I wrote the book, it was actually a coaching training manual. Um, and, it, and it was, it is the data that we have collected from, uh, gosh, now well over 100,000 coaching sessions that we've had with business owners and executives. And so the seven stages has come straight from the front lines of what is working and what's not working with entrepreneurs all around the world. Stage one uh, is strategic planning. And that's where you get your ideas out of your head and onto paper. And what we say to people is, you know you've mastered stage one when you have a compelling and inspiring plan and you can answer these two questions. What is so compelling about my business that an employee from another company would be willing to leave that company and travel, change geography in order to work for me for less than they make now? And number two, what is so compelling and inspiring about my business that a competitor's customer 
would be willing to leave them and buy from me and pay more? If you wow. can answer those two questions, you have an inspiring stage one strategic plan. That is powerful. I mean, everyone talks about a plan, but to put it with those specific questions, you have to really, really come up with a good answer. Love it. So stay, yeah, and, and that, that's, a, that's a, you know, I'd spend some extra time on that because that's really, that's really uh, important because that sets the stage for everything else. Stage two is the specialty stage, and this is the stage of the self-employed. Um, and we say that an expert is born in stage two. This is where, um, you know, you're a speaker, you're a surgeon, you're a, an auto mechanic, an electrician, you're the owner operator. You own the business, but you do all the work. So if you stop, the business stops, okay? If you master that, you go to stage three. Stage three is the synergy stage. And at the synergy stage, you're starting to build your implementation team. You're either outsourcing or you're hiring in-house, one or the other, but you're starting to build the team that's going to help you get more done. And if you did stage two really well, you're known as an expert. You're getting paid premium fees. So now, and you're in demand, so now you need, um, you need some extra people to help you get the work done. Now we go to stage four. Stage four is where we can start to scale the business because stage four is the systems stage. And this is my where you start stage. to- This is my favorite yes. stage. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And this is where companies start to build their ecosystem, right? And every business has um, at this stage, starts to build out what are they going to be all about and what is going to be their particular ecosystem. What's going to be the combination of the guiding principles and the mission, vision, values, purpose that we designed in stage one, and what are the systems that are going to guide us? So Apple Computer was designed as a stage four business. They have a closed ecosystem. It's the way they like it, and they were built to be a stage four business. Um, stage five, we call the sustainability stage. And this is where a franchise is born. This is where a scalable business uh, starts because you can now have multiple locations. You can have multiple uh, product lines. This is where you license or franchise or certify others or have a dealer network or distributors or affiliates. Um, so think any type of franchise, Subway, Divergent Companies, uh, McDonald's, Starbucks, you know, or any chain multi-location business. Then we have stage six and uh, is the saleability stage. And we say an asset is born here because stage six is like stage three on steroids. You know, at stage three, we we're building our implementation team. But here we're building our, at stage six, we're building our management team. Um, and you will maximize your saleability if you, um, if you have a strong management team so you do not have to be involved in the day-to-day -day activities. You can still own the business. You can still run it. You can still be there. But you're not forced to be there. Big difference. Big difference yeah. between the two. That's almost you know? the freedom stage. I would call that the freedom. Most people start their business because they want more time and money freedom. Would you agree that you can call stage six the freedom? You could. The start of freedom, because I suspect you're going to say seven is the real freedom. Well, it, it, it's succession. Stage, you're, you're right on. So stage seven is the succession stage. 
And that's where um, a legacy business is born. That's where your, um, uh, you can fire, get ready, Nancy. You can fire employee number one. <laughs> Guess who that is? Uh, that's me. I was employee number one. <sighs> yeah. So I can fire employee number one because, think about it, we've built on all the stages. We've got systems. We've got multi-locations and products and services, and we have a management team in place now. Now we're clicking on all cylinders, and the um, and when and we we the day we announced that we have a new management team in place, and employee number one is about to retire, the value of the business actually rises, uh, because the marketplace recognizes that you've put a good a really strong management team in place, and um, and so those are each of the seven stages. You have to those are the growth stages. You have to follow each of the steps and you have to make sure that um, you maximize each one before you go to the next one. That's incredible. So where can people find this book? We have a website of the same name, the seven stages of small com, or you can just go to coralgould.com or seven stage advisors.com and uh, we'll make sure that you get it. That is awesome. Let's talk some pricing strategies that you have some that can immediately grow your business and establish you as an authority in your niche. How does all of that work? Well, I'm a big fan of uh, making sure your pricing strategy is right on. And, and the, one of the main reasons why is, Nancy, the, the number one way that you communicate to your clientele um, is through your pricing strategy. And what I mean by that, that is, Based on how you price your services and products, you are telling the marketplace who you are. More so than that, you are telling them who they are. And you are, because if you, if you sell things for a premium, you're telling them that you're a premium service offerer. But you're also telling them they're a premium buyer. If you're a value-based shop, you're telling them you're a value-based shop, economical but you're also telling them that they're economy shoppers. And so we want to make sure that we're aligning this correctly because not everybody wants to be an economy shopper. Not everyone wants to be a premium shopper. And so I like to get the pricing strategy down well. Um, so let's assume for a moment uh, that you have kept your prices pretty static for a while. They've remained the same. I, I believe that you run the risk of your clientele um, starting to think that you've been overcharging them for a while if you don't raise your prices because everything in life goes up. If, I, if you and I talked 10 years ago and I was on your podcast and you said, Carl, what are some trends we're going to go in the future? And I said, Nancy, you're not going to believe this. 10 years from now, everybody listening to us right now will spend over $1,000 on a cell phone. If I would have said that, you would have laughed me out of the building 10 years ago. Like, what? Carl, you sure you want me to hit record on that one? You know, you sure you don't want to amend that one? But here we are, and virtually everyone who's listening to this has done it. And we threw away a $1,000 phone so we could buy the newest $1,000 phone. Everything goes up. And, and so we have to make sure that our pricing is dynamic and that we are, we are continuing to grow with the times and that we are um, 
uh, and that we are getting paid what we're worth. So here's one way you could determine how much price flexibility you have in your system. Now, one first way to, to check is have a um, ha, ha, take a moment and write down what your revenue streams are. Just generally speaking, how do you, what do you charge for and how do you get paid? And write down, if I were to raise my pricing 1%, then what percentage of my clientele would abandon me? They would leave, meaning, Carl, you had me at that price, but as soon as you went up by 1%, forget it, I'm out of here. And um, think about that for a second. If the number is zero, you say, yeah, if I raise my prices 1%, no, I'm not going to. I mean, some people might grumble. They might not like it, but am I going to lose a lot of clients? No, I don't think so. 3%. If you raise your prices 3% or 5 or 7 whatever the number is, if, you can, if there's a number where you can raise your pricing and you would get just about zero attrition, what that tells you is that you're clients love you for something other than your product or the utility of your product or your service. It means they, they think you're professional or they like you. Um, you have a good guarantee or you're responsive or you're very friendly on the phone. Some of the, all the things you can't put in a wheelbarrow, but that they like you about your, your product or service. And so if that's the case, then you should be charging for those intangibles because these are the clients that these clients are telling you they want more. They want a more intimate relationship with you and they want to be known as your better clients. So let's raise our prices in, and provide the intangible services to our ideal client avatar so that they feel that they are be, be have the chance to become our best customers. So raise your prices right away. That's what I would say. Wow. That's an interesting, I like, kind of like that. And if somebody leaves, then it's because it's all about price, not value. Is that what you're saying? Right. They might not, they might not value what you do. And if, and, and think about it, if you charge a hundred dollars for something and you went back to your clientele and said, Hey, listen, you know, cost of living or, you know, the new year is coming. We're going to charge 101 versus 100 and they leave. That ought to tell you about uh, your, the relationship that you have with them. Awesome. Let's move on to revenue growth and profit growth. I like that you focus on building both of those at the same time. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's not all about just top line bringing more money in the door if you can't be profitable. That's right. No, I, you're, you're right on. We have a, uh, a model of a business development model where we micro segment the sales process. And what I mean by that is we created um, a matrix where we write down the nine things that happen in any sales transaction. I don't care how you sell, where you sell, retail, wholesale, government, online, offline, solution sell, you name it. These nine things happen, they happen in a certain sequence. And the idea is, is you look at each of the nine items and you say to yourself, what can we do to just be 10% better at each stage of the process? Just, okay, we, we do our strategic planning, we have, we have our marketing plan, we have our five simultaneous lead generation strategies running at any given time, then we get a lead, All right? Somebody raises their hand and says, hey, Nancy, I'd like to hear more. And you say, great, let's come on, you know, click on my website, go to this landing page, you know, engage with my live chat, 
Um, uh, you know, let's pick up the phone and call. Let me shoot you an email. And then there's that, that's the initial, what we call the initial conversation. How good are you at that? Well, what if you were just 10% better? You were just a little bit more compelling and inspiring um, on that first conversation. Now, next thing is you're going to talk about what it is you have to offer. Okay. Well, what if you were 10% better at that? And on and on and on. And the cumulative effect of you being 10% better at what you do, your revenue with no additional work, it's the same work, your revenue will go up 83%. Just on that alone. Now, let's add on your, that, the fact that you've just increased your prices. Remember that from a little bit earlier. Let's increase our pricing. Okay, so what if I did that? What if we increase our prices 10%? And we got 10% better at each step of the process. Well, no extra work, but our conversion rate at each of the nine steps goes up by 10%. And our, we get 10% more for average transaction. What do you know? Our revenue is up 103% on that alone. And you've done no extra work. You've made no additional investment. And uh, you, you didn't have to fire somebody, you didn't have to hire somebody, you didn't have to get a new software, you're already having training. All I'm suggesting is, um, all I'm suggesting is you change the content of the training sessions and the meetings you're already having. I love that. I you know? something. I teach something very similar. I call it the rule of six, and it's the same concept. You increase six areas by 10%. So your leads, your conversions, the number of times they do a transaction, the average sale amount, and then you re your margins by 10%. And that equals a 61% without just a little bit more. I actually call it the steam theory because the difference between 211 degrees of water going to 212 from water to steam is only one degree. So that's right. I've this. So it's really, really cool. Hey, are you ready for our signature question we have every guest answer on the show? Absolutely. Bring it on. All right. Because we love giving people back their time and their freedom, almost like your level six and seven. If you had one more hour in your day, how would you spend it? 25 hours every day. If I was given an extra hour uh, right now, um, I feel like I have good balance in my life and I should work out a little bit more. I'd probably work out a little bit more right now. That's a good answer. We can always use a little bit more movement and exercise. That is really cool. Do you want to talk about your new book that just came out too? Yeah, so I just uh, just had a book come out called The Anatomy of a Comeback. And um, uh, The Anatomy of a Comeback is a five-year project chronicling the turnaround of an entrepreneur by the name of Chuck Getchell. I'm not going to ask you to try to spell that, uh, Getchell. But look up Ralio.com, R-A-L-L-I-O.com, or go on Amazon and look for the anatomy of a comeback.com. And um, five years of his turnaround, he fell on some hard times business and personal wise. And we tell his comeback story and I provide the, the anatomy. And the way that you turn around, the way you come back from a setback is you break in, you break through, you break out, and then you break away. And uh, break in, you take inventory of what got you there in the first place. And there's a whole series of activities that help you get there. Then you break through. You do something radical. 
radical that shifts the direction and never allows you to go back, um, go back to the old, the old pattern, then you break out. You create a plan. You, you commit to the things that you hadn't done before and you create a compelling and inspiring plan. Remember stage one. And then break away. You take the daily activities. You do the daily actions um, that will make sure that your success is sustainable. Very cool. And I assume that's available on the website as well. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, you could go to Amazon. You can go to anatomyofacomeback.com or carlgould.com. Any one of those will get you there. Oh, that's awesome. Carl, we talked about a lot of stuff. We kind of jumped a few topics, but people got a bits and pieces of what you do. If they would like to work more closely with you, how do they do that? Uh, well, thank you. The um, best way to get me is through carlgould.com. Contact us. You can email me, carl at carlgould.com um, or go to uh, sevenstageadvisors.com and just go to contact us and shoot me an email uh, there and we offer a free growth analysis. Uh, the growth analysis is a, up to a two-hour consultation where we will give you five ways to grow your business um, and it's totally complimentary. We do about 200 of those a year as our give back to the entrepreneurial community. And, um, and so we'd be happy to do that for you as well as a thank you for coming on the show. Oh, that's awesome. Very, very generous. We appreciate that. Is there anything else, Carl, that you'd like to add that I didn't even think to ask you about? Well, I would say, um, I, the, no, I think we covered most of it. Um, you know, I get asked a lot. I, you know, I started out in construction and I ended up in coaching and a lot of people have said to me, my God, how, you know, how did you think to do that? Like, why would, what does coaching have to do with construction? And, and they have nothing to do with each other. Um, and, uh, you know, so if you're, if you are a small or a solo entrepreneur and you're looking to, you know, get to a threshold number, whatever it is, half a million, million or above, whatever it is, and you want to build a business based on your passion, you can absolutely do it. Um, but you have to make sure that you are fully committed and you have the energy for this because I've watched so many people peter out on the one foot line when they were just about to, uh, you know, when they were just about to get their success. Um, so make sure that you are doing the sort of work that you love and you, and as soon as you've proven the concept, meaning you've gone out there and you've sold your services, people have bought it, you begin building your team. And your systems immediately because the, our biz, the business world is getting more and more competitive every single day. The cycles of change are coming quicker and the amount of energy you're going to need is even more so. And, um, you know, and I say this to you because only one in 15 people are even business owners in the first place. And, you know, only 4% of that group will ever make it to a million dollars or more. You know, and so it, 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 you know, you can, you can all get there. I've watched it. I've watched 5,000 businesses launch and I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't work and just make sure that you're aligned, your personal vision and your professional vision are aligned and boy, are, you know, have, are you, have you surrounded yourself with the sort of people that are going to build your energy on a daily basis because you're going to need it. Oh, what a great way to wrap up the show. Really, really good advice. Carl, thanks so much for taking time to be on this podcast. It's going to be a good 
good one for lots of business owners to hear with packed with valuable information. Listeners, I am looking for business owners in their third or fourth year of business looking to accelerate their sales in just 12 months. My next Turbo Ascent group coaching is forming right now. It's a combination of one-on-one coaching, group coaching, training, accountability, peer advisory, and mastermind think tank. So lots of stuff packed into one program. Just check out nancygaines.com slash consulting to learn more. If you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review, and even share with other people so they can benefit. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S.com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.